Welcome to the Sports Ethos DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Patria, riding solo on this wonderful Sunday, breaking down the five-game main slate for you all. Uh, really looking forward to this one. Had a decent night. Could have been better. I mean, I, I, I think I tweeted it. It was the Elmo burning down the city kind of meme last night with all the late scratches and changes to starting lineups and everything, but... Nice little bounce back day. Really looking forward to the slate. But before we jump into anything, quick shout out to our presenting sponsor over there, Thrive Fantasy. Guys, go check out Thrive Fantasy. Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this NBA season. It is a daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props. If you're new to this, with Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. Choose 10 of 20 available prop bets to build your lineup. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both under and over based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props, rack up the most points to win your share of the prize pool. Thrive has over 50000 in guaranteed prizes weekly for NBA and has awarded over $6 million thus far. Use the promo code ETHOS when you sign up and you receive 100% instant first deposit match and up to $100. So that is free money when you head over to Thrive Fantasy and use that promo code ETHOS. So download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website at www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop today. All right, so we have five games on this main card. It's a pretty interesting slate. A lot of people already rolled out. We have most of the news that we need. We're still going to be waiting on a little bit more. Uh, but for the most part, it looks like we should be good to go to break this down. So Brooklyn Nets are traveling to Detroit. They are taking on the Pistons. Right now we have the Pistons. It looks like for their injuries, Jeremy Grant, we know he's out for the next probably, I would assume, four to six weeks with a torn ligament in his thumb. Kelly Olynyk's out. Chris Smith is in the G League. And then for the Nets, we already got the news. James Harden is resting. Joe Harris continues to be out dealing with the left ankle surgery. Paul Millsap, for personal reasons, has been ruled out. As far as a game total and a spread, we're looking at 212, Brooklyn being favored by nine and a half. So we'll start off here with the Nets. A lot of interesting options we could do. Obviously, with James Harden being off the court, we know that there's going to be usage bumps to go around. We know that there's going to be ball handling responsibilities to go around. A lot to keep an eye on. So, you know, looking at them right off the rip, some of the guys that get the biggest usage bumps with Harden off the floor this season. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge gets a 1.5 usage bump. Kevin Durant, 3.2 usage bump. So, those are, you know, two big ones. I Cam Thomas is getting a 4.6% and has been playing a lot more lately, so I think he's going to make for a good value play. And then I think Patty Mills, Bembry, both those guys get a small hair up as well. My main options I'm looking at, obviously Kevin Durant at 11K. I mean, the dude's averaging one, like, it's insane. Uh, let me be exact on this one. 1.61 DK points per minute with James Harden off the floor this year. So uh, even though the spread's high, he's certainly very, very much a good play. He'll probably be fairly chalky when you're talking about spend-ups. Like I said, I think Cam Thomas at 3,500 has point guard and shooting guard eligibility. Uh, he's certainly in play. He played 25 minutes in that last one, 32 the game prior, back-to-back 20 DK point-plus games. Uh, we saw him have some good run with Durant out. With Harden being out, it's only going to help him a little bit more because he plays that same position. Patty Mills will probably be fairly chalky at 4,900. He's in play, but he's probably one of the guys I see myself having a little less ownership of. He should get a bunch of shots, should facilitate a little bit more, but he's mostly known as a scorer. And with the ball in his hands, he could have the opportunity for a few more assists. 
But I think just going with Cam Thomas, getting that savings, depending on how you're going to spend it, there's a ton of value on the slate. Makes sense. And then I think Bembry at 37 as well. Has been playing pretty poor lately. The minutes have been down. Cam Thomas kind of taking over that role over there. But those are the main guys I'd be looking at. Mixing and matching those guys might be important. But the two top plays would be Durant and Cam Thomas for me. And then I'd probably go Patty Mills and then Bembry. On the other side of the ball, it's going to be just as confusing with how many options we have. We have to see what they're doing with their starting lineup as well. With Grant being ruled out, there's a few guys. I mean, Cade Cunningham immediately, 7,500. He's going to have all the shot attempts. He's going to have all the usage. The world is Cade Cunningham's right now. Um, There's nothing stopping this dude from chucking. He has a 31.9% usage rate, averaging 1.04 DK points per minute when Grant is off the floor. And the other guy I want to really take and hone in on would be Sadiq Bey. Very, very volatile player, but just giving him the extra shot attempts is going to be useful. Whether he, I mean, we're not going off of percentages in this. We just need raw points. 1.04 DK points uh, per minute is what he's averaging right now with no grant on the floor. 21.5 usage rate. He's going to be, He was already starting. Now, the two guys I anticipate have the best chance at starting in place of grant would be Trey Lyles or Josh Jackson. In which case, they would both be in play. I prefer Josh Jackson ever so slightly, so I'm hoping he draws a start. Just has a little bit more fantasy of a friendly game. And even if it blow out, I still expect him to play a decent amount. But both those guys, and even Diallo at 3,600, he has a chance to start. In which case, he'd be a decent play as well. So we really have to monitor the news, keep an eye on what that starting lineup looks like. But for the most part, I'll be looking at Sadiq. I'll be looking at Josh Jackson. I'll be looking at a little Trey Lyles. And then I think Cade is always a fantastic play. But probably see myself have a little less shares of K just knowing that there's some other spend-ups on this slate I'm interested in. On to the next game, Dallas Mavericks traveling to OKC, taking on the Thunder. Another game where we have a stud sitting out. Luka Doncic has already been ruled out with that left ankle soreness. He tweaked it in the last one. Sterling Brown is questionable. Willie Cauley-Stein is out. And then for the, uh, and I'm sorry, for OKC, we do not have right now uh, an injury report. Second half of a back-to-back for them. 209 and a half game total, Dallas favored by four. Starting off with the Mavericks, obviously there's a lot of spend-ups that we're going to look at. Porzingis at 8K, absolutely fantastic play. Jalen Brunson at 53, absolutely fantastic play. Last games that Lucas sat, Brunson had a couple down games, but this we know he's getting the usage. We know he's going to get the shot attempts. We know he's going to get the minutes, ball handling responsibility, a little bit of everything. 53 is not too expensive. So sign me up for both those guys. And then if you needed another dart throw, I think Dorian Finney-Smith at 4,600 is very much in play. But I'm not going to overload on this game. I think getting exposure to those other two or one of those two makes a lot of sense. I probably wouldn't go in too many lineups where I didn't have at least one of those. And I think in a couple of them, I'm going to have both. On the other side of the ball, Shea's getting priced up now at 8,600. He's well worth it. Just don't see myself going to him at 86. I think I prefer Cade at 75 or spending up in other spots. Uh, Giddy coming in at 65. Okay play. Nothing, nothing more really needs to be said. The dude puts up 30 pretty much on a nightly basis, but 30 doesn't really pay off that 6,500. And for the most part, it's just not in love with a lot of these guys on the side of the ball. So with all the value we have, with all the good plays that we have on the slate, I'll probably take a hard pass. I could see if you wanted to play Dort because he has been – shot attempts have been off the wall. Um, at least 17 shot attempts over the past three games. Struggled with a shot in that last one, only 4-17. But the dude has been cooking. Uh, so I won't fault you if you want to play – Dort, probably the only option I'm really looking at on this OKC team. Moving on to the third game, New Orleans Pelicans traveling to San Antonio, taking on the Spurs in this one. For New Orleans, Kerry Lewis Jr. out for the year, towards ACL. Zion continues to be out, suffered a setback. 
And then for the Spurs, it's the second half of a back-to-back, so we do not have the injury report yet submitted. So we're going to have to keep an eye on that throughout the day, monitor it, see how it looks. And then as far as a game total, we're looking at 218. San Antonio is being favored by three. Starting off here with the Pelicans, not paying 9K for Brandon Ingram, but I think 8400 for Jonas Valanciunas is very much in play on a very lackluster center slate. I do like me some Jonas. Probably the only option I'm really looking at. Josh Hart's at 6K now. He's a decent play, but at 6K, I think I'll go elsewhere. He's had you know, three straight games of just absolutely absurd rebounding, 33 rebounds over the past three games. He is a great rebounding guard, but that is still a little abnormal. I expect that to maybe take a hit. So for me, it's really just going to be Jonas. On the Spurs side of the ball, I've been playing a ton of Derek White over DeJounte Murray for the past you know few games, and it hasn't really disappointed except for that last one, but it was also a game that got completely out of hand. So can't be shocked at that. But for the most part, I think it's just DeJounte here for me. I don't mind Derek White as a pivot, but now he's up to 7K, so we're really losing some of that value. We know that DeJounte at 10K is where he should be priced, despite the bad, uh, I wouldn't say bad, the down recent games. You know, going 28-9 and nine against Denver that first go-around wasn't a bad game. Uh, but I think at 10K, I'd rather spend up on the 11K towards Durant. There's a few other guys on this slate where I, I just don't know if it's going to be a two-stud slate for me. So I just don't see myself having all that much of them, in all honesty. And then with Keldon Johnson back, all that value is pretty much soaked up, but I'm not playing Keldon Johnson either. Two games left. Real fast, quick shout-out to Manscaped, guys. Head over to manscaped.com, the number one male grooming site out there, the one number one male grooming provider out there. Now, if you need gifts, if you need something for yourself, use that promo code HOOPBALL20. You get 20% off plus free shipping. I always talk about it at the Lawnmower 4.0. It did come in. It is fantastic. It's twice as good as the Lawnmower 3.0, and, you know, it's hard to say because they're both great products. So I, I don't know how something could be twice as good, but it's a little bit more ergonomic. It's a little sleeker. Uh, it's got the same capabilities as far as quick charging, the light on the front of it, uh, you know, the non-clip blades. Like, that's the most important thing I think we need to be worried about. Uh, but seriously, guys, head over there. Get that perfect package kit. It comes with the Lawnmower 4.0 along with a bunch of other grooming assorted products for your male needs and the boxer compression shorts. So use that promo code HOOPBALL20 over at Manscaped. Minnesota Timberwolves traveling to Portland, taking on the Blazers here. For Minnesota, D'Angelo Russell is questionable. He did practice on Saturday. They said that it looks like he's going to play, barring any setbacks. And then for the Blazers, Damian Lillard is questionable. Anthony Simons is off the injury report. So two things that we need to keep an eye on that would obviously have major impacts on the slate. We'll start off here with Minnesota. I'm not playing Russell at 88. All set with that. I think Towns at 10K. It's a solid option. Uh, I, you know, Between him and Murray, I think I'd rather play Murray. So I just don't see myself falling on Towns too much. But I do have some interest in Patrick Beverly. 4,600. He played 28 minutes in that last one. Decent value play for us over there. Wish he was a little cheaper, like at 42, 43. Make it a lot easier. Uh, regardless of whether Russell plays or not, he's in play. And then if Russell sits, I think that pushes Malik Beasley back into play at 4,500. There's worse options out there. Those are the main options I'm looking at. I'm not playing Vanderbilt at 56. He's worth it. Don't get me wrong. Just don't see myself going there. On to the other side of the ball. If Lillard plays, it's going to have a little bit of an impact. But if Lillard sits, Dennis Smith Jr., Anthony Simons, both these guys are very much in play. Same thing with Norman Powell. Uh, same thing with Nazir Little. All these guys are very, very much in play if Lillard sits. If Lillard plays, I still have interest in Anthony Simons. I still have interest in Nazir Little. Probably won't be playing Norman Powell at 6,200 if Lillard plays. 
and with Lillard playing at 10-2, I think I just prefer DeJounte Murray. I don't have to deal with that injury risk, despite this being a good matchup for him, just the way I'm looking at it. And then the one wild card would be Nurkic. Now, if Nurkic plays big minutes going against Towns, he can absolutely smash. It's a very lackluster center slate. So I do have interest in Nurkic at 7,100. I think this is a good spot for him. It's just whether or not he ends up getting the run, which is always a concern that we have for him. I expect him to play around 28 minutes, 29 minutes, but it's always a, it's always a crapshoot. It's always a wild card when it comes to Nurkic. Final game of the night, Orlando Magic traveling to L.A., taking on the Lakers. For the Lakers, Ariza seen getting up shots. He's still out, but he's working his way back. Anthony Davis is questionable, missed that last game, and LeBron James is probable. For the Magic, second half of a back-to-back, so we do not have an injury report for them. We're going to have to keep an eye out for it. 220-and-a-half game total. Lakers are favored by a whopping 11-and-a-half points. I didn't give out that last one. It was a 219 game total. Starting off with Orlando here. I mean, everybody's kind of priced appropriately. I think I prefer Bamba over Wendell Carter Jr., but I don't know if I'm going to have much interest in this front court at all. Franz Wagner at 6,100. I think there's better plays. Decent price tag. It seems appropriate. That's where he should be. Main guy that we need to talk about, though, is Cole Anthony at 8,200. Point guards have played well. So if you're playing somebody on the other side of the ball and you wanted to run it back, you could play Cole Anthony. But in that 8K price range, I prefer Porzingis. I think I prefer Cade. Just a couple other options I see myself having more shares of. But the dude's been lightning in the bottle all season long, so I'm not going to take him out of my player pool and rule him out. And then looking at the other side of the ball, I mean, we really have to see what happens with Davis. If Davis sits, then, yeah, Westbrook, James, both these guys are in play. Dwight Howard would probably draw another start. And even though he played so poor in the last one in 17 minutes, didn't hit a shot, had 1.8 rebounds, he would be in play for me. This Magic front court plays a little bit more sides. They're going to need him out there for probably at least 20 to 25 minutes in this matchup. So I'd really have some interest in him. Malik Monk off the bench might be an option if we see that Davis is out. If Davis plays, no interest there. And the same thing could be said for Kamala Anthony. So that is what I'm looking at. It mostly be the two top dogs. If there is no Davis, if Davis plays, I still think that LeBron might be in play. But I don't think I'd be spending on anybody if Davis plays in this game. And that rounds it out. That is all five games. Quickly broken down in 15 minutes. So we'll get to a player tier segment as we speak. A lot of guys to talk about. Top-tier options. Uh, it's KD, and then it's DeJounte for me. Those are the two top-tier guys I'll be spending up on on this slate. And then looking at this mid-tier, it's AK or less. So uh, Porzingis just breaks into there, but we won't count him because he's on that AK mark. So I will go with Jalen Brunson, the other Dallas Maverick over there at 5,300. I think he's going to be a fantastic chalky play. Uh, he will be chalk, don't get me wrong, but he's still a rock-solid option. And then I think... If we know if see this is where it gets tough. I want to say Simon's at fifty one, uh, but we just don't know if Lillard's playing. He's still in play regardless. But obviously, if Lillard sits, he becomes a much better play. So we'll go with Cade Cunning here at seventy five hundred. The dude should have a usage rate of over thirty percent in this. We're really looking forward to seeing what the young rookie can do. And then for value, halfway decent value plays, but we're waiting to also see what's going on with some of this news. Uh, we got to see if you know who's starting for that Pistons team. I think it's going to be really, really important. But we'll go Cam Thomas at 3,500. I think he's in play no matter what. We already have that hard in news. Uh, and then we will go with our best wild card guest over there for that Detroit team. I'm going to say Josh Jackson. I think he's the guy that ends up seeing a decent enough bump. I don't know if he starts, but regardless, he should see a bump. I think he'll draw the start. I think he will. But that is it. That is the entire slate. So 
Go give me a follow on Twitter, guys, at Mike Apache. Greatly appreciate it. Any questions that you guys might have, anything that you want to throw at me throughout the day, happy to answer them, whether it's year-long, daily fantasy, maybe you just want to – maybe it's a wild-card question. What's your, uh, you know, what's your favorite fruit? You know, throw them at me. Happy to answer any question that you have. Hey, listener, whether you're a first-time listener, let us know what you think, what we could change. We're happy to oblige. Or we're, we're tuning this product for you guys. That's the reason why we're doing it. And then now, time for our Thrive Fantasy two-player prop bets of the day that we're giving out. And there's a couple of gimmies on here today because uh, they came out with the slate before the James Harden news, it looks like. So Kevin Durant at 26.5 points. You know, it's only 95 points worth, but taking the over on that feels pretty good. And if we're looking at some other ones, probably going to end up going with the DeJounte Murray one. I feel good about that. Pretty comfortable. 14 and a half rebounds and assists combined. Should be able to hit that pretty easily for a guy that almost triple doubles on a nightly basis. If I, I'd say the little Marcus Aldridge at seven and a half rebounds isn't bad either. So that is it, guys. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. It'll be Harris. It'll be me. We'll be breaking down this slate for you. As always, take care and let's go take down some tournaments. <laughs>